All right, guys.、Uh, welcome back to another episode of、uh, 100 Books a Year with Kevin.、Uh, we took a little break,、uh, but now we're back. <laughs> we took like a one-day break.、Um, let's talk about a new book called Power.、Uh, it's written by Jeffrey、uh, Pfeiffer. Uh, or fever. I think he was、uh, teaching at a business school. He is a business theorist. Um, theorist. Um, he is seventy five years old. I just did some research on him, and um, I don't know, man. This is type of book that I actually like to read because it really gave us a very very unique perspective, and um, kind of why power makes sense, right? Why power. Um, why somebody have them? Why somebody does、uh, doesn't have them? Right? What is the path to power? It's written like a very very good case study, right? Like when whenever you you go to business school, right? The number one thing that you do is you study case studies. Um, it gets a little bit messy from time to time, but um overall pretty good book. Um, so I I did a lot of notes on this. I'm probably gonna spend the next week. On this book, and、uh, in the meantime,、uh, hopefully I can get some other books read, and then take some notes, and then kind of just go from there.、Um, so let's start by this question, right? Why should you want power? And the reality is, the process of obtaining and holding on to power can be hard work, <laughs> right? It can be a lot of work.、Um, you need to be thoughtful. You need to be a strategic. You need to be resilient, alert, and willing to fight for power. And <clears throat> why do you want it, right? So, the first thing is、uh, having power is related to having a longer and healthier life. I think that's actually really, really interesting. If you look at all the U.S. presidents, they're all like long-living presidents.、Um, I think. Jimmy Carter is still alive, right? He's like ninety something, and they actually run this experiment, right? So there was this、uh, social psychologist called Michael Marmot, M A R M O T. He actually examined morality from a heart disease perspective across the British civil servants. I am not sure、uh, what ranking do they have with. British civil servants, but here's what they found. It's actually really interesting. The lower the ranking of the civil services, the higher the age-related morality risk. Let me repeat that: the lower the ranking of the civil servants, the、uh, civil servants, the higher the age-adjusted morality risk. And People might say, "Yeah, this is BS, right?" Like you know, they might be smoking. There might be people that are, that are fat that are not healthy.、Um, as it turns out, only a fourth of them, so twenty five percent of them, has chronic problems. That、right? that's either a smoking or other health related, metabolical related problem. So it represents some of it, but like I said, it just shows you some trends in this particular situation where the higher you go. The more control you have, the somehow more <laughs> like less less morality that you're gonna have, and that you're gonna live longer. And why it matters, right? Because according to the author, power and status give people that have it more control over their work and their work environment, right? It's very common when you are in a middle position where you're just starting out in a new job, and then、um, you kind of. 
um, feel like you you maybe you don't agree with with some policies and you don't have any power to to like change it, or there's one way to do it is easier, but the uh, uh, supervisor wants you to do it like in like another way, right? Similar topics exist as well. Okay. Second reason why you should want power. Uh, author says power and the visibility and stature, it really produces wealth. Um, for ex- example, right? Bill and Hillary Clinton, when they left the White House in 2001, they had literally no money and faced millions in legal bills. I would assume it's from Monica Lewinsky scandal, but I'm not sure. Um, but in the next eight years, the Clintons earned $109 million from book fees and uh, speaking fees, right? But that's one prime example of it. Um, Obama came up with another book and he's going to have another book released, I think, this winter. Same thing, right? Uh, Obama actually uses books to pay for the bills whenever he got power, right? Whenever he... Um, got into the position of a senator in, for um, Illinois. And uh, he actually, if you read his latest biography, uh, Promised Land, he wrote on there, or I think it's a previous book that he actually uses books to trying to stay, to, to, uh, stay afloat. Right? Both him and Michelle are uh, broke law students, pretty much, right? Or quote-unquote civil servants. And now really that's the case, right? Let's say Gandhi didn't really get rich by the power. Um, maybe Martin Luther King, right? Didn't really get rich by doing them. So it depends. Okay, the third reason why you want power. Uh, power is part of the leadership that is necessary to get things done. So there's another social psychologist called David McClelland. Uh, the last name is M-C-C-L-E-L-A-N-D. He did a research on the need for power. And... David considered that power seeking is a fundamental human drive. Let me repeat that. David, the the, uh, social psychologist, believed that power seeking is a fundamental human drive. So if you're going to seek power, you will be happier because the sensory or the, (laughs) I don't know, the dopamine releases. Don't call me on that. I'm just brainstorming here. It's hardwired when you are on a quest for power. And when you get it, right? So according to him, this is the three reasons why you want them. I think there's some interesting perspective on them. I really like the perspective that in some ways, power is hardwired into our body. I did not think that is the case. But hey, it's social psychology. Who knows (laughs) whether that is um, right or not. But it's an interesting perspective. So next Day, like for tomorrow, let's talk about something else. Let's let's let let's talk about like the three obstacles that you will encounter when you're in the pursuit for power, right? The first two is really about the belief, uh, like the belief in the world, and then uh, you believe that hey, the world is a just place. You that is an obstacle. A second obstacle is the hand-me-down formulas of pursuing for power. We're going to touch on that tomorrow. And really, the third obstacle is yourself. We're going to talk about all three of these tomorrow. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Share it with your friends. Subscribe to the podcast. And then tomorrow, we're going to keep talking about power. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye.